And welcome back to the Livingston Parish News Weekly Show. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys joining us today. We have a very special guest, Mr. Jamie Fontenot with Expert Pest Services. We do appreciate him joining us this morning. You're going to get to hear about a lot of interesting things in the pest control business. Good morning, Jamie. How are you today? Doing great. Loving the weather. Great. Well, yeah, right. A little warm in the morning still, but it's starting to cool off at night, which is a great sign. Uh, look, tell us before we really get into it, a lot of people want to hear about the people, you know, behind the business, you know, because in that the whole rule of sales, they're buying you, not somebody else. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, uh, that kind of thing. Well, I'm married. I have four daughters, uh, Glenna, Kayla, Haley, and Raylan. Two grandkids, Bryce and Kimber, which Kimber will turn two um, Saturday. Congratulations. And so, uh, how long have you been married? Uh, I've been married 10 years. Oh, congratulations on that, too. And so, uh, you know, when you're talking about business, yeah, how does the family factor into the business? Are you, are you doing it for your family? Do they help you at all? Anything like that? They really don't help me, but anytime you end business, it's always for the family. Right. So let's talk about expert pest services. Is that that is that your business or your franchise? What, what what's going on there? I'm an independent owner. It's my business. Okay. What where'd you come up with the name? Well, I'm an expert, and it's a pest service. We we handle all different types of insects. So expert pest services. How long you been doing it? Uh, over 20 years. Wow. Okay. So yeah, I, I I would I would give you that expert title. You you've been out in the field. You know what? Let's talk about some of those early years. What was it like? You know, did you have any formal training? Uh, did you go to school for anything anything like this? I mean, how how did you get involved? Uh, when I first got involved uh, with the business, I was actually working for a local hospital. Okay. And I did not like it. It, it wasn't for me. So uh, a big national company hired me on in sales. And uh, within a year, I was managing the company. And I said, well, if I'm going to do this, I need to learn everything I can about every insect, biology, habitat, um, what it takes to kill them, what it takes to repel them, um, how to keep them out. And we went from there. So, uh, you know, when you're in that sales position, okay, <laughs> you didn't like the hospital, so I'm not going to ask you about that, but you're in that sales position. I mean, did you, did you see yourself moving up as quickly as, as you did? I mean, did you want that or did it happen naturally? I did not want it. It, it happened naturally. They approached me. Uh, I, I really didn't think I would be good at sales. I never sold before, but it was kind of natural for me. <clears throat> Then I ended up working, um, taking over sales and service. So I, I really had the whole office. Then okay. this is something that it was my niche. I, I just found my passion. <laughs> and your passion is pest services. Pest services, insects. So, let, you know, let's talk about that for just a second in terms of they approached you, you become a manager. What like and it was not necessarily something you wanted. So what was what was that feeling coming into the office the first time, especially with some of those folks that, you know, just the day before or just the week before, however, that timeline worked out might have been your co-workers. Well, that you you had to take a different approach because I went from managing pests to managing people. And it was really two different things because People's problems, your employees' problems are actually your problems, too. Uh, so it was a delicate situation, but most of them took it very well, and we, we rolled on with it. 
so from that experience, you actually had sales experience, you had management experience. Tell us how you took that and brought it forward into your own business. Every, everything came probably, I actually left that national company and went to work for a local company here, one of the bigger ones, and I ended up manage, managing them for like five years. Okay. Then my wife decided, said, look, you're doing everything, you're licensed for everything, just open your own office. So that's what we decided to do. and. It's been going great. So, you know, when you're when you're going out on a sales call uh, and, and you go or a service call, you know, where do you where do you, you pull that information from that time? Like you have that whole body uh, of work. You know, how often it, has it become just sort of natural to go out and do it? Or do you ever have to kind of sit down like some people do and think about your past history, bringing it forward? Now it's, it's natural. Years and years ago, I actually had to think about it and do a little research on things I found. Uh, and each house or each business is individual. When you inspect the property, you're looking for entry points, you're looking for tubes, you're looking for, uh, let's say it's ants, you're, you're following the ants to where they go and because it's like a water leak. You're not gonna plug this hole, but the leaks actually started over here. You, you gotta follow it back. Right, right. So. Okay, I mean, let, let's get into it. You just talked about a couple of things. Tube was an interesting statement. I'd like to know uh, what you find in tubes. So when you're talking about, you know, your, let's talk about your first call as an independent owner. Were you nervous or was it business as usual? Honestly, I was nervous. It was, uh, it was, it was like a new world because you actually relying on yourself you're not relying on a corporate company to give you a paycheck or the independent company i was working for to give you a paycheck you actually had to go out and do it yourself so you're actually selling your service and selling yourself to that customer so and you know i'm guessing you nailed the sale because here you are today Absolutely, yeah so what do you remember what that first call was like what how why were you there it was actually possums in the attic, believe it or not. Possums <laughs> in the attic. Well, uh, tell us the story. So you, they called you, you showed up. Where does it go from there? Uh, they call me, I show up. Um, I introduce myself to the customer. And, I, and when they call you, they, they give you a big, long story about what, where it's at, what it's doing, what they're hearing at night, during the daytime. So I do a walk around the house. I see a couple of spots where they're getting in, um, big holes in the soffits. And I climb up in the attic, and he's actually facing me right there. <laughs> so that one was a pretty easy one. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, so let's talk about expert pest services. You know, you know, for a lot of people, they're probably thinking termites. You know, it looks like there's a bee on your, on your shirt there uh, that represents the X. It's very clever. But obviously, pests encompasses much more than just insects. So kind of walk us through, um, you know, you don't have to go through a full list because this is South Louisiana. We got a lot of pests around here, but like, what are some of the main calls you get? The main calls you go and get is going to be for general pests, which is your ants, spiders, roaches, silverfish, earwigs, um, sometimes lawn shrimp, but that don't happen, but maybe once a year or termites or uh, fungus. We also do fungus and mold. Powder post beetles, which you, if you have a raised pier house, you're going to have fungus and powder post beetles. 
every house in South Louisiana does. But your two main calls are general pests, which is your ant spiders and roaches, silverfish, earwigs, or termites. And we got two types of termites. We, we actually have four that we worry about here, but two of them are really prevalent. Your eastern subterranean, which is your reticular termites, and your famosan, which is your coptotermes. Them are the two termites we actually have to worry about. Can you describe the difference between the two? Yes. Uh, the only way you could tell the difference between a Formosan and an Eastern Subterranean is by the swarmer or the soldier. Okay. Termites have equal length wings. Okay. The swarmers. The soldiers have mandibles, like little pinchers on the front. And the Formosan soldier, if you actually put him in your hand and irritate him, mm-hmm. he'll regurgitate in your hand. It's a defense mechanism. Okay. So that's so you kind of have to get a little hands on to figure out which one's which. Correct. Unless you can find the queen, which doesn't happen too often because the queen could be two feet to 20 feet below the house. Good Lord. Uh, here's a question. Uh, what you know, if, if they're 20 feet below the house, how do you how do you know? How do you find out about that? Do you? You, you don't find out where the queen is. Every acre has 20 colonies of uh, termites. 10 of eastern sub, 10 of Formosan. A million to two million per colony of eastern subterranean, which is your reticular termites. That's our native subterranean termite. 10 colonies of Formosan, up to 10 million per colony. Them are an invasive species. They were brought here. So every acre has 20 colonies. Wherever the queen is, 100 yards around her, they forage. So if you have termites and your neighbor is close to you, they have termites. Gotcha. So that's why you should definitely have termite protection. Yes. In, yes. in South Louisiana. Homeowners insurance does not pay for any wood destroying insect damage. That's what your pest control companies pay for. That's what you're insured for through us. Gotcha. And and you do that kind of work. Correct. Yes. Okay. So, you know, let's discuss what do you do exactly? Because I know that a lot of different pest companies have a lot of different termite prevention mechanisms. What do y'all do? We do the full uh, trench treat and drill liquid treatment. We can also do the bait stations, but I try to steer people away from the baiting system okay. because they go every 10 feet. Right. And, uh, but some instances you have to do a baiting system the way the house is designed, but they go every 10 feet in soil concrete they could jump 20 feet so you always have gaps to where they could get in okay where termites could pass through because they got to find the base stations to actually eat it die and what happens is they eat it they take it down to the queen regurgitate what they ate and that's what the other termites eat and it wipes the colony out same thing with the uh the full liquid treatment they're going to pass through it and other termites are going to get it only the worker eats your wood the king, queen, soldier, and swarmer cannot eat your wood in that form, that stage. The worker eats the wood, anything cellulose, takes it back down to the colony, regurgitates it, and the other ones eat it and wipes them out. The queen, she's down in the ground all the time. Every 15 seconds, she's laying an egg 24-7. King just keeps her fertile. So they, they are busy. Very. And they are very uh, much around. Every acre in South Louisiana, Mississippi, Florida full of termites. The object is put a moat around your house so they don't get to eat your house. Wow. Wow. So if you didn't know that about termites, there's a little life lesson. So, you know, uh, tell us a little bit about some of the uh, the other calls you might get in a day that are non-termite related. 
I, I know you mentioned something about lawn shrimp. What's that about? Lawn shrimp is it's a it looks just like a little shrimp, a little crustacean, about quarter inch long, maybe a little longer. They come out once a year. They're kind of copper colored and if you look at them really close they look just like a shrimp you'll come home one day and see them all over your sidewalk or your driveway that typically only happens once a year though so that's that, that's really not a big concern i got you so i you know let's take termites as the biggest concern what's the second biggest you know uh like i we've dealt with wood hornets before I mean, are, are those kinds of stinging insects that big of a deal? Or what would be second? What's your second most call? Uh, rodent. Second uh, most call is rodent. In attics, uh, underneath houses, they're in the attics. They're chewing on air-conditioned lines, uh, electrical wiring, urinating, defecating. Uh, rodents carry the hantavirus, which is not good. And you'll start seeing stains on your ceiling. Most of the time, that's rodent urine. Jeez. <laughs> so just in case you thought it was a water line and you wanted to call Restoration One, you may need to call Jamie first, <laughs> just to be sure. Uh, so you have all these calls. I mean, what when you're approaching someone, I mean, do, do you come to the call and you talk to the owner and then go identify the problem and then talk to him again? Or is it just like, get, get rid of it? Just do whatever you have to do. How, how does that process work? I always talk to the owner because... I may get there, let's say I'll pull up and the owner's not home. Well, I might walk around and do just a quick walkthrough and I'll see different things. Well, when they get there and I start talking to them, they have no clue what I just seen. Mm -hmm. That's not their problem. Their main concern is X over here. Well, my first priority is solve their problem X because that's why they called. Then I will tell them about the other problems to rectify that situation. Gotcha. So, I mean, what's uh, give us an example of a house where you showed up to, say, take care of some termites and all of a sudden you saw, you know, and that's problem X. But then all of a sudden there was problems Y and Z over here. What what was it called? Like, what was somebody that had termites and ended up having more? Uh, I did one this probably two or three months ago. Called for ter- It was during swarm season. Called for termites. Went out there. They had termites. It was a raised pier house with a chain wall. A chain wall is brick all the way uh, with little vents. Right. They had termites. I'm under the house looking. They also had mold and fungus, powder post beetles, and they had a possum under there following me while I was crawling around under there. A little small possum, little cute thing. <laughs> um, so the first thing I did, I, I told them how bad the termite situation was, what we needed to do about it. Second thing the mold and fungus and the powder post beetles was the second thing that needed to be addressed because they eat your wood just like termites. Mm-hmm. Third thing would be the possum. Okay. So we handled all their situations. Well, and you know, that's, that's what you do. And so when we kind of get to this point uh, in the show, uh, especially with those of you who are in BNI with me, I like for you to uh, kind of give me your, you know, we do our 45 second every week. Give me a little part of that. That's sort of your tagline. You know, what do, what do you handle? Uh, Jamie Fino, expert pest services. We handle pest, termite, nuisance animal. Uh, get the best, forget the rest. Thank you for that. So I told you before, I was going to ask you uh, two interesting questions here at the end. And so uh, there are, you know, you get calls. You got to go out and service them. So I'm going to ask first, what was the worst call you ever had to handle? Like just that absolute worst, just turn into a nightmare real quick. 
There would probably be dead animals under a dentist office. Yikes. And a low-crawl dentist office, meaning it's not high off the ground. That was already decaying. Oh, yikes. <laughs> and it was, it was pretty bad. So, well, <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds pretty rough. Uh, how long did that take? It, it probably took me an hour and a half to get it out and get everything cleaned up. Um, that, that's one that kind of, when you talked about the worst for me, mm-hmm. that one turned my stomach. Sure. But there are worst termite jobs that would turn a homeowner's stomach. Sure. Well, tell us about tell us about one of those. Uh, one of those, a, a customer called me. I went in. They actually found one little pinhole behind their backsplash in their kitchen. It was an L-shaped backsplash. Just one little pinhole. Well, I went in and started inspecting, and I found a couple of more. Well, when termites eat, termites eat from the inside of your house out, not outside in. When you see a mud tube, which is a little tube on the side of your house, you're already infested because that's the last thing they're going to do. Well, I started, took my fingernail, and I was able to connect them dots. My finger just went right through the wall. Ended up peeling some of the sheetrock paper back and pulling some tile off. The whole kitchen, two kitchen walls were eaten from the floor up. The only thing that was holding that wall up was the brick on the outside of their house. Everything was gone. So they had to demo their whole kitchen. Jeez. So don't, lesson learned, don't wait. Do not wait. And and they were treated years ago, and they kind of, they let it lapse. Okay. It was not treated by me. It was treated by another company. Right. And, and they decided not to renew. And not to renew or... Or, it, or be retreated. Many... Yeah, I, I didn't want to go into that, but many, many times, you know, about every five to ten years, you got to be retreated, mm-hmm. depending on what company you go with. Some companies just do visual inspections, and so it, it was really a mess. Boy, it sounds like it. I, I'd... I'd uh... I'd be pretty heartbroken <laughs> if I had to demo my my kitchen. What what could have cost them eight hundred bucks ended up costing them like twenty five thousand. Right, and and it is. It's like you said, you're an insurance policy. So the second question I told you I was going to ask is, what was the grossest job? And now I'm going to preface this question with: I looked at your Facebook page, and it was it was either a couple of days ago or at the end of last week, and you posted a picture of a black widow spider web. Uh, and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> oh, no, baby. So, I mean, uh, you know, but but that was that's me. Right. So you do post and I was going to I'm going to get to that in a second. But you do post some interesting pictures. Um, very interested in from your perspective, what was the grossest job you've ever had to handle? Um, a German roach job at a residence. A lot of people don't know, but you can actually smell German roaches. When you walk into a, a restaurant, a business, I actually went on a cruise one time and I smelled German roaches down my, my corridor. Um, the customer called me and said, and a lot of times I tell customers will downplay their problem. Mm-hmm. You know it's a bad problem. If a customer calls you and they're saying they're everywhere, they're everywhere, it's, it's normally that not that bad. A customer called me, uh, they opened the door to introduce themselves, I smelled it. When I walked in, if there wasn't 10,000, there wasn't one. And I had to fumigate that one, which means the customer has to leave for four hours. And it, it was 
it was a job. You have to wear a respirator, Tyvek, the whole nine yards. It's just, and it was just unkept, uh, trying to deal with it themselves, and it just got out of hand. Right. So, I mean, what what happened after you fumigate? I mean, you have to clean that up, I guess. I mean, or do they just die in the walls? You do have to clean it. We use a, a HEPA vacuum, uh, and the customer will have to clean because they will die for weeks and weeks after I'm gone because the ones in the walls coming out and hitting the pesticide, which affects the, the nervous system, and they'll wake up in the morning. And I'm sure a lot of people see this. They wake up in the morning, see a roach on their back. They hit the pesticide overnight <clears throat> or a couple of days before. So the customer is going to be cleaning for weeks after I'm gone too. But yeah, it has to be cleaned. Uh, cabinets have to be emptied, wiped down. And that's on an extreme German roach job. What is a German roach? A German roach is is still a cockroach, but it's only about a quarter to three-eighths inch long. That's the ones you see in the kitchen where you turn on your light at night and they scatter. That's a German roach. Gotcha. Wow, and they they were just infested. It's still in the cockroach family, but yes, they were infested. Wow. Uh, So, yeah, on uh, on your Facebook page, and and, and I'd invite people uh, to like it. It is Expert Pest Services, correct? Correct. And it, uh, you know, posts a lot of interesting pictures there. If you have a weak stomach, might not want to go like it. Skip some. But I would recommend you go like it because, as he said, he is your insurance uh, to protect your home because it's not just about them being pests. They can damage your home or damage your health. Uh, So... Mr. Fontenot, we do appreciate you joining us. I appreciate some of the stories. I don't think I'm going to eat for the rest of the day. Uh, but you do, uh, you have an important service uh, here in Livingston Parish and, and in Louisiana. Uh, so f- tell us a little bit first about how people can get in contact with you, where they can find you, and where you serve. They could call me at 225-315-0097. They could email me, jamie at expertpestservices.com. Services is plural, or reach me on the web, www.expertpestservices.com. I service from Baton Rouge to Gonzales, St. Gabriel. Uh, we, we go right up to Hammond and right to Plaquemine. Okay. And a, a few last questions. Uh, have you expanded? Uh, do you have you know is it, it's not just you anymore do you have do you have other techs and things? I have a couple of part-timers and a secretary we fix them move on to full-time oh con- well congratulations on that so remember those contact that contact information please get in touch with Jamie protect yourself protect your home uh, appreciate you joining us again thank you sir he and I are in BNI together you got to hear his 45 second give it to us one more time Jamie Fontenot expert pest services we handle pests termite nuisance animals rodents Give us a call, 225-315-0097. One last time, my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys joining us for the Livingston Parish News Weekly Show. We are on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. We are once a week in print on Thursdays at $7 a month, and we are online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. You'll be able to find this show on our podcast page. We have audio and video versions available for you. It is free. We do appreciate you guys listening. Please remember to give Jamie a call. We'll see you next time.